on the Spencer's the Pez, goking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast Special Thanksgiving Edition. Yeah. This week, even though we're all off with our turkey and turducken and stuffing and friends and family, we're still putting out a podcast. Well, it's a special podcast excised from last week's show. It's a special Zorlak challenge, and it's followed by some, well, let's just say it's some things we're all thankful for. So, enjoy. Wow, three in a row. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I got nothing else. All right, here we go. Um, So, Zorlak. Do I get a t-shirt if I answer this correctly? Yeah, you do. It's it's an Astro Boy. An Astro Boy t-shirt? It's the one off my back, and then I sit here I already have one. Oh, well, I'm going to... (laughs) Andrew, sorry, I'm going to answer this question. Okay, so, the most iconic superhero around. Superman? Okay. and Correct! If you are to talk about... Slowly, Michael. Slowly. Take it off slowly. If you talk about a hero, what the major thing that defines a hero would, well, let's see. A major aspect of what defines a hero is who does he fight? Oh, no. Okay. Who does he fight? Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor would be the iconic Superman villain. Yes. Okay. Pretty much the only one. My challenge to you is when we first met. Lex Luthor in the Superman universe. He was already an evil scientist, right? Are you talking the Golden Age? I'm talking when we first meet him back in the Golden Age. Lex has had the character morph from any number of positions in society, from Mm -hmm. attitudes towards Superman, and I would just like to have you walk me through the evolution of Lex Luthor to where he is today. When he first appeared, he was redheaded. Uh, an evil scientist just named Luther. Brad Meltzer, by the way, ties this back in in his novel, uh, The Book of Lies, which came out in September, and says that actually the day after Jerry Siegel's uh, father was shot and killed in a, an alleged robbery attempt of his cleaning business, um, a letter to the editor appeared in the paper, decrying vigilantism, signed by a man named Luther. Hmm. And so he says that this is actually probably inspiration why. Um, so that character, and the first time that Luther appeared, it was also written in that Golden Age way of Superman had met him many times before, knew who he was. Uh, that's the backstory. That's the backstory. I think that the radio show actually kind of amped him up, and Superman versus Adam Man. Uh, the movie serial with George, you know, Kirk Allen, Kirk Allen um, revealed that Adam Man was uh, was Luther, and I think they gave him the name Lex, and he was bald in that. Okay. Okay. Then in Superboy, so so Lex Luther in the fifties is then the kind of the guy in the prison purples that we are used to, the 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 
you know, the speed suit, as Doc Venture would say. Right. Uh, that's that's kind of appeared. He's always in the prison garb. And in Superboy comics, they went back and did that story of how they had been friends as children. And Lex Luthor was Lex Luthor was brilliant. There was a fire in his lab. Superboy came in and blew the fire out, but chemicals spilled onto Lex Luthor's head and made him bald. I did just have to explain this a few weeks ago to my children. Did you now? Okay. And you know why does Lex Luthor hate Superman so much? Because he made him bald when they were boys. I thought it was the kryptonite ring. We have no, a lot. No, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll get to the because, because you, keep going. Sorry. I'm okay. Right so that's so that's that's been the that was the standard Silver Age explanation right. for all the way through. And then, uh, boy, that that Luther had an amazing career where he also you know it was kind of what Grant Morrison did with All Star Superman of saying that if if not for the jealousy of Superman towards Superman, Lex Luthor would have truly been this great benefactor to humanity, but his ego couldn't stand that there was someone else there. Um, because there's another planet uh, where Lex Luthor was the superhero, and he saved everyone, and and so well that he, came out in Crisis too. It was destroyed in cri- just before Crisis right. when they put him in that purple and green um, cross you know, mm-hmm. X suit, yeah, and, and the armor and the armor when he had the super the right, super right, armor. Right. That was when uh, his planet accidentally got destroyed because he was too busy fighting Superman, and there was a re- chain reaction like what happened to Krypton, and he wasn't there to stop it. And he, he had a wife. He had children. He was the he was like the Adam Strange. But of he was a planet. parallel to the Luther that we've been knowing as a consistent character, fairly consistent since. But the it wasn't a, right. But, he, but that wasn't a parallel. It was the same Lex Luthor. He was occasionally getting kidnapped by this planet where he was the hero. Oh, really? And he would, and there was no Superman, and he didn't let Superman know about it, and he'd be fine. Then in Crisis, he had been amped up, and uh, John Byrne for Man of Steel revamped him with the idea that he was more like the kingpin. He was this businessman, this super brilliant uh, inventor who had parted into a huge business empire, and he was considerably older than Superman, which the Superboy live-action series tried to pick up for one season, but uh, or, or they tried to make him young, and then they actually did age him and made him into an older actor, Sherman Howard. So Byrne created the Luther. They had Luther Corp. And yeah, Byrne and Marv Wolfman. They both okay. kind of... they. Shot some ideas around and Byrne said, "I like that. Can I have that?" And let's do. So that. the explanation so, there was basically it came out of the original had, crisis. He had ruled. He was basically the top dog in, in Metropolis until Superman appeared. So that would be the first big spin on Luther. Where that was they the first big over. spin, and why he hated Superman was not just because Superman was getting more press, but because he had arranged uh, an event like a robbery on his yacht to make it seem like he and Superman were friends. But Superman said, you know, recognized that it was a hoax and had him arrested. And because he was responsible, Superman was responsible for the one night that Luther had ever spent in jail for his crimes. He would never forgive him. A scientist, as they actually did on Smallville apparent, uh, recently, a somebody figured out that it was Clark Kent and presented Luther with all the all the news. But Luther's ego would not accept that a being as powerful as Superman would hide himself. Disguise himself something as something as weak as Clark Kent okay. and rejected that knowledge. So, uh, although they've played Jeff Johns play with it later, that Luther did know and then had it erased again. Okay, in your face, Brett then, Schneider. We're still the, going. Then he got the kryptonite going. ring. He had the kryptonite ring, right. ring which gave right. him cancer. So right. he faked his death in a plane crash in South America. And they stole. They and the story was they stole Luther's brain, brain, and they cloned him. They placed his his brain into a cloned body, much younger Lex Luthor Jr. 
from Australia. Now, this is where I was... And that's where the red-headed, bearded Lex Luthor appeared. This is where I came... Uh, this is where this came from. Supergirl. This is the one that came... Where I came up with this, because I was trying to think, is the current Luthor actually still a clone, or did they reverse no. that? No. Let me explain. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. This you is can, why you're the editor. You could cut glass <laughs> with my chest right now. Uh, no. Uh, what happened was... That the that the discovered was that the Cadmus Project's clones were all starting to decay, and so in the wake of the death of Superman, uh, his 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 clone body was starting to decay. He went crazy. Luther's, Luther's body went you know redheaded Luther, redheaded Luther, and he went crazy and did a couple of th- a few things where he was totally like, oh my gosh, this was you know he's revealed to be a villain, and he brought de- destroyed a lot of Metropolis, which was rebuilt. Uh, by Zatanna's magic, um, nice. Till Brainiac thirteen came along and mm-hmm. even ended uh, again. Two thousand, right? Thank you. Right, yes. And uh, so he was he was dying, and basically, but they determined they found him guilty, determined that he, uh, but he was dying, so he was in the hospital. And then Underworld Unleashed came along. Neuron came and offered him a new body. So he's not the clone. He is actually. His body is a hell construct and undid everything because they said, oh, yes, the clone did it. But here's the real Luther and was proven to be not a clone at all. It was the original body perfected by Neuron. Stronger, younger, thinner. I don't know. And president. uh, Eventually. No, no. We'll get to that. Um, Sorry for skipping ahead, Brett Schneider. So the – so Neuron. Can you explain Neuron though? Neuron is is basically uh, DC's – Mephisto. Okay. And right now there's a series where they're fighting Neuron for control of hell. Rain rain in hell. Keith Givens writing. All right. So then President Luther. He was elected president because nobody knows that Luther's not a bad guy to the public. They don't know that. They know it now. And what was was it that kicked him out of being president and and they know he is now? That he had allied himself with Brainiac 13, a future version of the Brainiac construct. And so that just got exposed, and it was exposed, and so he and that's was, where we are now with Luther somewhat on the run again. We're back to the well. He had he had uh, revamped himself, paradigm. and then if you recall, the uh, in fifty two, I think it was Luther had, was when he created the Infinite Infinity Incorporated, or was that Countdown? It was fifty two when he created mm-hmm. Infinity Incorporated, right? And that basically he had done all this stuff. And then, uh, and then, as soon as Superman got, gained his powers back, it was like Superman was top dog again. So he blew it all. And now, the only thing in. you didn't cover was you, you explained that he was jealous. holy crap. Haven't I covered <laughs> got, enough? You, you covered sixty years with the comics. You explained more. that Superman this seventy. Is, this is the other part that I that is Superman that, seventy. Okay, Sorry. you explained that he jealousy was the major. Mm-hmm. But what his current line is that he's an alien, which is jealousy. Is it why? Why are people worshiping this alien? Don't you see the threat from an alien? Okay. When here I am, homegrown, the most intelligent. I think Mark Wade covered it brilliantly in his in his uh, Birthright miniseries, the twelve issues there, mm-hmm. where he went in and, and threw in all the things that you people thought they would have known from Smallville. Lex Luthor was still was spent some time in Smallville. Did know Clark Kent, should have recognized him, but his ego would not accept that anybody of any merit would come out of Smallville other than him, because Smallville basically rejected him. Okay. Well, thank you. You are welcome. 
Well, that was fun. But this might be more fun. A few select outtakes, bumpers, favorite times from the past few years of Fanboy Planet podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, this is Ben Diskin from The Spectacular Spider-Man, and uh, I play Eddie Brock in Venom, here reminding you to use your powers only for good. Hi, this is Diedrich Bader, and I play Batman on Batman Brave and the Bold. Remember, use your powers only for good. And the only one that I... Hi, this is Noelle Neal, or better known as Lois Lane from Superman. And I just wanted to remind all of you, just remember, use your powers only for good. Spoiler alert. Stop listening now if you want to avoid the spoiler. This is your last warning. Okay, we lied. This is really your last warning. And sincerely, it's a bad one this time. So don't listen any further. You've been warned. Now, seriously, we're going to tell you something you don't want to know. So stop listening now. Turn off whatever device it is you're listening to right now. No, seriously, turn it off. Okay. That's the way you want it. Are there going to be single divorcees hanging out there? As opposed to married divorcees? Well, I mean, divorcees <laughs> could be dating, you know, other people oh. and just not married. I mean, obviously you're out of the game, you so standards. you don't know. But No, I'm just saying is <laughs> a single divorcee is an available divorcee. Yeah, you're looking now, for somebody damaged. No, I'm looking for somebody <laughs> single. Do you don't even, don't even put that in the outtakes, man. It's awful. And none of this is good for outtakes. No. no I mean, no. it's good. Are you ready to start, Lon? Sure. Do you want to do your vocal exercise? <clears throat> you go. Me, 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 me. Okay, That's lovely. Oh, this is ego exercise. Derek's always <laughs> ready. Derek was born I get it. yesterday. No. <laughs> Just call me Judy. All right, we're going to show you. I lost, you lost me on that one, Chief. Star of Born Yesterday, Judy Holliday. Ah. Wow. Old reference lost on younger viewers. I'm not that old. She's completely dead now. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a paying, paying attention back then. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's do this. Okay, let's get a clean start here. Mm, yeah, mm, yeah, I know. I can cake I is delicious. The cake is a lie. Hello? Hello, Jack. What is Hello. that from? Portal. Hello. 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 Sorry. You sound pretty good. I need some this water. This was a triumph. You know you can buy the soundtrack. I'm making a note here. Huge success. Love that song. Do you know you can buy the, the uh, soundtrack? I, I have it. You have it? Uh, <laughs> did you buy it? It's, it's one it of those things that I learned from going to your place. It's like, that's right. Things are available for a limited time only. <laughs> I need to buy this now.
Because yeah. in two years, it'll be on eBay for twice as much, and yeah. in four years, it'll be gone. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of stoned, no, I'm kidding. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was going. Hey, we I just can got get through this without editing. Yay! <laughs> no, you can't. No. Not, no. Um, it's like you're talking to him like he's got a headphone on our mics. Hey, Tim. 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 Tim, are you there? This is the voice in your head, Tim. It's Mr. Time. Watson. It's time. Why yes. don't you pass the time with a little solitaire? Yeah, and he's banging Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh. <laughs> Would you stop? I there hear he's dating Catherine Zeta-Jones. This is, this is, uh, All right, hold, hold. Rick is, <laughs> I hear he's dating Catherine Zeta-Jones. He's married to her. He's had a couple kids by her. Rick is, like, becoming Wiley Coyote with the signs. You know, it's like... Okay. And we could try it a couple times, because I cut these things up anyway. So. Sure, sure. Uh. Never mind the big guy. Is that is that something I'm doing now? At this yes, moment? right so, now. So right now. Right. They're going to use later. it to sell Mitsubishi's. Yeah. Yeah, I am exactly. uh, Josh Dysart, lover of Ernest Hemingway. Hang on. <laughs> Marxist <laughs> revolutionary. <laughs> okay, start again. Uh, start again? Yeah. Is that not right? What we want to do is not have anybody talking over you when you start. <laughs> All right. It's, it's an important thing. Okay. Uh, I am Josh Dysart. Um, You're not testifying. Say hi. hi. You're talking people. I know. You know, this is so weird. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Josh Dysart, friends with the Dalai Lama, and I use my powers only for good. That's you know the Dalai Lama is against homosexuality. Did you know that? People don't think he what? People, that's true. The Dalai Lama actually has spoken out against homosexuality. Has so be he? careful with your Buddhists. Yeah, they're. I did not know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No sex in the day, too. Something I recently heard. No sex I in the day. I got a problem with that. Yeah. I actually don't. I'm married. I'm okay. Is your powers only for good? So Did I say that part yet? So, so, yeah, which do pimp I think your, I've done an excellent stuff. bump. Pimp your stuff, you know? Okay. <laughs> no, what you've done is an excellent outtake. <laughs> and it will be. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Okay. One more time. Say, hey, fans, or whatever. And I'm supposed to be pimping my shit, too, yeah, huh? Yeah, you yeah. are. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, hi. Wait. Okay. <laughs> this is so alien for me. <laughs> Get used uh, to it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm Joshua Dysart, and uh, I just finished Conan and the Midnight God, and I'm currently working on the revamp of Unknown Soldier, which will be out next year, and a graphic novel with Neil Young. I did Swamp Thing for a couple of years, uh, and I use my powers only for good. Use your powers only. Is that what I said? Yeah, you say so you're talking and, to and re- you're talking to them. Oh. And you're saying and remember. Use your oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a use PSA. Your... It is exactly. a PSA. Oh. It is a PSA. All right, are we starting over from scratch? No, you, you can just do the last bit. Yeah, I can cut it back in. Okay. And uh, remember. And remember, use your powers only for good. Excellent. Thank you. That'll work. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like it's like ingredients in a cake. Eventually, I get enough, I can mix <laughs> yeah, it all exactly. together. Exactly. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. Oh, no, I'll cut up. Okay. Oh, it's my turn? It's your turn. Oh, here it is. Again? Hang on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait for <laughs> That's uh, another catchphrase. Um, so just wait for like a pause. Got it. Wait, nobody's talking over you and then start. Okay. Hey, I'm Joshua Dysart. Uh, I'm currently doing BPRD with Mike Mignola as well as – let's start over because there's two different BPRDs. I love how the cool. projects change every well, time you – Well, because I'm doing so much <laughs> shit. so busy. 
I'm so busy. I'm actually doing Jack Kirby's Silver Star. I'm so much busier than you, whoever you are. Um, <laughs> this <all right>. week. <laughs> yeah, for now. Um, okay. Hey, I'm Joshua Dysart. I uh, just finished Conan and the Midnight God and am currently working on BPRD 1946, which will be released in January. I did a two-year run on Swamp Thing, and uh, I'm doing the revamp on Unknown Soldier. And I should say... And I also am excellent at Guitar Hero. And uh, Mike Wellman says, we should start over. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Young, dude. Neil Young. Uh, you you I, didn't write the notes write down. down. Write what let's you want. Let's write down what I'm working on. What you did and what you're doing. What should I be pimping here? Whatever you want to pimp. BPRD's coming out in January, so that's yeah. Yeah. Conan. Dark Horse. Captain, Gra- uh, yeah. Captain Gravity. No, nah, no, nah, that was a while back. You will get an opportunity to say this during the regular podcast. Too, I know so. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> do what you. Yeah, what's coming out? Yeah, exactly. These things air like immediately, or no? This one will probably come out on Wednesday. You think we'd never done a podcast before? Uh, I haven't. We, we ha- I know I haven't either. I didn't. Even it's a very slow either. airwave. We're I going out right now, but it won't computer. make it to radios until Wednesday. They do. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, it's not really radios. It's iPods. Yeah, I shouldn't bring up unknown. So I can bring up unknown well, soldiers because it's not coming out for a year, man. It just means that we can use it again a year from now. Right, right. But you say, and I'm working on the upcoming Unknown Soldier. Okay, cool. Okay, hey. Hi, my name is Joshua Dysart. Uh, I'm working on BPRD 1946 with Mike Mignola, and that will be out in January. I just did Conan and the Midnight God, and uh, I'm currently working on the revamp of the Unknown Soldier for Vertigo. And remember, use your powers only for good. This week's podcast is brought to you by Baggage from DC Comics. Available in your shop today. Yeah, okay. FF Ultimates, I'm finally up to date, and I'm starting to read the Brian Hitch stuff for Standard Fantastic Four, which is really weird to go from Ultimates to the Standard FF, mm-hmm. because you got, like, Brainy, Flirty, Slutty, Sue Storm, and Ultimates, and then you have Mom in yeah. the Standard one, and you just kind of go... I wonder if we can keep... Just, like, we could do the whole show with music from... Uh, from Simple, from Pretty and Pink, yeah, from, from Breakfast, Breakfast, Breakfast Club. That's Breakfast Club, yeah. Yeah, the soundtrack in the background. Anybody watching Charlie Jade? Never even I don't even know what that is. It's on at like three o'clock in the morning on the Sci-Fi Channel. Apparently, it was this thing made in Africa, um, but it's a alternate dimension hopping thing. I've watched. I try. I missed the first episode. I've watched the second episode through once. But it's so bizarre and abstract. It's like watching a. For- it's like watching the first time you saw La Chate, right? It's kind of like that. I, uh, I haven't actually seen. La Never Jete. seen La Jete? I've seen Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, well, okay, maybe Has the first, any, you, first time you saw Twelve Monkeys in Polish. Done that. Yes. <laughs> Has either one of you seen the Secret Diary of Call Girls or of a Call Girl? No, I, uh, I but really there was a great. There was a great. I really need to watch that. There was a great headline for it. The the reviewer, the first review I read of it, like the the title of it was "Tis a pity she's a bore." Tis a pity she's a bore. That's yeah. hilarious. It's a um, restoration comedy. Tis a pity she's a whore. Oh, I don't understand. Anyways, send yeah. that outtake to Dave. He'll laugh. Yeah. I never saw uh, Doctor Who. She was from Doctor Who. Really. Yeah, yeah. But she was damn sexy in that one. So. Yeah, maybe you want to watch uh, Doctor Who now. No, I still hate Brits. So. <sighs> really? Well, just British TV. So. Really? You don't like Monty Python? Mm, not really. You don't like Benny Hill? I love Benny Hill, but I don't really consider his humor uh, British humor. Of course not. 
It's very it's American. It's a keystone of British humor. <laughs> but at the same time, it's very crass and American-like, so... Ah, uh, okay. I don't know. I'm just saying. Monty, I consider Monty Python more British humor than Benny Hill. We, uh, we might have to rethink this relationship. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. I, I liked girls in high school. Okay, sorry. Max Headroom? Headroom? Um, he was okay. I don't I know. know. Was he, he really yeah, humor? I, mean, I know that he came from British, but because the American version, you know. Yeah, well, I remember seeing the British version on HBO yeah. and thinking it was just all right. Tracy Ullman is, is talented, but never really liked her stuff. De- let's decompile. <laughs> let's, let's dissect the entire every, British, all, all, history. Um, all of British uh, culture. Alec Guinness, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. You've got a problem with Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's not comedy, though. He didn't do comedy. Well, yes, he did. Well, none that I've ever seen. No, though. of course not. That's what I'm saying. He and Benny Coletta actually had an old uh, music hall act. No, they didn't. No, they, oh, you've Vinny learned. Coletta. You've oh, learned, young Padawan. Whatever. Eric's told that story four times. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's all he's got. That's all, it is. It's That's all story. I've got. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to edit it out of the podcast four <laughs> times. <laughs> and, and ice packs on his <laughs> knees. It's kind of like, let's do a Kennedy assassination movie, and we've got Andy Kaufman. To play Kennedy, but he's dead. Yeah, I know. Well, oh. kind of works. Or is he? Mm. I'd like to remind everyone listening to use your powers only for good. Thank you. Do you feel for you right now? My eyes were so glazed over. He's in Jersey. He's all right. He's just working on his. Not eye because rock. I'm not interested, but just because I don't get it. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm gonna go read my CSI comic book. As now. we explained, hold on, hold on. I want you to do bumper going out. I want you to say, "This is Aaron Frost. Please use your powers only for good." Really? Yes. Yes. This is Aaron Frost. Please only use your powers for good. She didn't get it right. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's okay. Neither did uh, Take two. Did did no most of the people. Yeah. Who were, yeah. <laughs> Please use no your powers only for good, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, this and a is, clean start. Ready? This is Aaron Frost. Please use your powers only for good. Thank you. You're welcome. I do try to oblige. Anyway. <laughs> Please don't drool on the microphones. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Take it easy. Yeah. Good night, Aaron. Thanks for coming by. Give it a space, and we'll jump back in. There goes Chase Masterson walking right by. There she is. Hey. Hey, how you Good. doing? Okay. Hey, fanboy planet. What's going on? That's hey, Chase Masterson, Chase Masterson walking by. <laughs> so what, am, I, am I done with the Zordok challenge? You are satisfied? Yes. What was the point of that? You met the challenge. <laughs> oh, I wanted to hear. I you wanted, wanted to. Know. You wanted to kill okay. twenty minutes, <laughs> so. hey. which could be its own podcast. Anyway, let's go to some movie news. Uh, there's been, of course, uh, a little bit of excitement. I know. I do. I'm sorry. I was impressed. He hit all the points that I was going to. You, 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 you cannot stump him. I've tried. <laughs> I, I've known him for. 12, 11 years. No, you, you just I'm asked trying. him about women. And he's given me a great <laughs> The only thing, the only thing that he didn't mention that I that was the alien bit, which he explained away as being an extension of the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Listen up, fanboy. It's the phone ringing. And that's it for this week's Fanboy Planet Podcast Special Edition. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have comments, complaints, or whatever, write to editor at fanboyplanet.com. Oh, what's going to happen?
And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Yes, okay. Hey, what's up? This is Josh Keaton, the voice of Peter. Oh, we'll start again. <laughs> hey, this is Josh Keaton, the voice of Peter Parker and Spider-Man on the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series. You are listening to the Fanboy Planet podcast, and I'm just reminding you, as your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, to use your powers only for good. Thanks, man.